It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Happy 54 days until Christmas, everyone. I feel like it's safe to say now that uh, it's Christmas season. I think it's 54. I counted a little while ago. It's 25 plus 24. No, 25 plus 30. 25 (laughs) plus 30. Wait a minute. So it's 55. What did I say? I said 54. Oh, I guess 54. That's totally me just like zoning out there. But anyway, welcome back to the podcast. This is Georgie Saucedo. And my name is Jethro Castillo. And we have a very special guest today. His name is Riley Knott. Good to be here. Riley is in Dunn Hall. And fun fact, is also from Colorado, from Littleton, right? Littleton, yeah. Littleton, Colorado. And fun fact is that he was once ranked number one in the world at Lord of the Rings trivia on, was it Qu- Quiz Up? Quiz Up. On Quiz Up. It's a middle school achievement right there. That's right. Repeat. It's actually <laughs> awesome, though, to be number one actually in the world at like, and Quiz Up and Trivia ca- like Trivia Crack and Quiz Up are like the biggest, like that means you're like you were actually pitted against like, like, like people who knew their stuff. It's like millions of people probably yeah. on millions. Apps. That's what I thought, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure millions, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, every category was was different. So I guess maybe there wasn't millions in Lord of the Rings alone, but thousands yeah, yeah, for right. sure, right? I mean, I was gonna say because I remember in high school there was like one kid in my grade who was like in top ten. I want to say it was like The Office or something like that. And it was like the biggest deal. Everyone was like, like you know, like so and so is like top ten. He's like number seven. He's number seven in the whole world. Because <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> so like, I feel like that's awesome. Like a lot of people know Lord of the Rings. And you were number one in the world. Well, we should test his knowledge then. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, does the dragon have a name? The dragon in uh in the Hobbit? Yeah, Smog. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's everyone knows that's that. The I knew that. Yeah, I was the first thing I thought of. I oh wait, oh my gosh, I, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, something from the Cimmerillion. That's how, is that how I pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Is there like a good or evil? Like like a, like a, like is there like a like an all good being that has like a name? Well, so there was the all good one. There was one, yes. It like created the universe and it created all the beings. I can't remember what that one was called off the top of my head. Hmm. But, but Number one, my butt. <laughs> so, that was regardless. The, what I do remember, though, the evil that you were just talking about, you must remember from the movies, they talk about Morgoth. Morgoth was basically like in the lore. He was like an angel. Sure. He was like the, sure. the Lord of the Rings equivalent <laughs> of Lucifer. Basically, he fell. And he created Sauron, and he created all the evil I, beings. I, say, I thought Sauron was wait, wait. What was the icon? Isn't there like that's Sauron? Yeah. Okay. He was like an evil lord. But then, like the wizard, like the evil wizard was Morgoth. He was like a tier, like a like a power tier above. No, no, no. no. I meant, I meant, uh, like Gandalf's, like, like, an, oh, like he's adversary. Like an angel. Oh, oh. Um, you know, he didn't have like oh Saruman. Yeah, Sar- yeah, 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 a, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He was a wizard that got corrupted. Saruman. Saruman. Yeah. Saruman and Sauron. Sounds like a Digimon. Have you ever? You know what Digimon is? Yeah, actually, kind of. Isn't that yeah. like a Pokemon knockoff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of. Well, you'll offend Digimon fans if you yeah, say that. Yeah, for sure. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our whole our whole audience is 100 percent Digimon fans. <laughs> that would be that would be surprising. I would be shook. Do you remember uh, when we were kids? The little Bakugan toys. Are those the ones that like spun? That you like yeah, throw yeah, them yeah, in no, the arena? No, those were no, like no. uh, Bakugan. They were like little balls, and they would like <laughs> you throw them, and then they, when they got magnetized, oh, they would expand. Yeah. They're like Transformers. They got banned from my school because we all would just bring them. They got banned from mine. That's right. They would get like stolen from kids and stuff too because like but you would trade things. them you would trade oh, yeah. them and like you would you would always want the best one and then yeah afterwards you would just 
roll them. They would magnetize them. We'd just stare at them. It's me and my brother just had like bags of them. And I don't even know if we knew how to like play Bakugan. We just like had them for fun, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, you, you know what that actually reminds me of? This is going to be, I feel like we all had one of these like stages in like our s- grades or like, I don't know, these like weird stages we went through. But we, <laughs> you guys know like there's like little like erasers that you like you put on top of like pencils. I think they might even, we like always call them eraser buddies. They're like little oh, like, like, little, like, like almost like, like hats. Shaped. Yeah, like yeah, little, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so we treated, oh, this is so <laughs> bad saying this, but this was a huge deal for like, like probably like a full year, maybe maybe even two years. It was like fourth grade, so probably one year. And um, they we they were like soldiers. Like we literally would buy. I mean, like it'd be like we'd have wars. Like whenever the teacher would like leave, we would like just like start like catapulting them, and like we'd have like faces on them, and you'd have like kings and like lords. It was hilarious. And then like I remember one day I like some I convinced my parents, you know, like everyone else. Like, their parents, like, knew that, like, we use them as toys so they wouldn't, like, just buy them, like, hundreds because, I mean, they're not that expensive. I convinced my parents that, like, I needed just, like, a huge bulk, <laughs> bulk amount of, like, eraser buddies. Like, these, like, little, like, eraser toppers for school. Or for, like, I was probably just, like, a horrible kid and was, like, oh, it's, like, we're going to, like, just donate it to charity. So, like, I need to bring in, like, a huge amount. My mom, I remember, went to the store, bought me, like, probably, like, 600 700 of like these eraser toppers and i remember bringing them in and i never felt so alpha in my whole <laughs> life when i pulled out hundreds of soldiers <laughs> like like these things like you just like see all like the guys in the class just like stare like oh no <laughs> like, like, people like want to form alliances it was just like the weirdest like what like that's just like the most nine-year-old thing just like the weird like erasers were like commodities like you know what i mean i don't know ours ours were the the silly bands Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah. The ones yeah. they put on, they like the more you have, the more like clout, up, the more alpha you are, <laughs> the more yeah. up top you were, and then you would alpha, take them alpha. out and you would yeah. show your designs, like the Mickey Mouse one. Like, oh shoot, dude, like you went to Disneyland. I don't know. It's like no, I think we those were a little past my time. <laughs> in like, I feel like they didn't get big in my town until like I was in like late high school. So like my sister and my brother had mm-hmm. hundreds of them. Yeah, but I never really, never really had any. Pretty cool though. You have to commend them. Do you remember when Crocs first came out? There was little gibbets that would go in Crocs, like yeah. the little shapes and stuff. Those yeah. were really yeah. big. Those were huge. We never really had Croc faces. Uh, yeah, me uh, not in elementary school, but it came back again like a year ago. Crocs are big now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> They're big. It's so weird. They're really weird shoes. But anyway, on to the main theme of today's conversation. Riley, you have something for us, right? I do. I have two things. Two of the similar things. Um, I wanted to bring some conspiracy theories to your guys' attention. I wanted to bring you guys some tinfoil hats so we could discuss some things mm-hmm. and we could, you know, see if there's some merit, some clout, okay? <laughs> I've got two. The first one, near and dear to my heart, that I knew mm-hmm. quite a bit about before I, I... I looked a little bit into these things just to get some some credible notes, some, some background <laughs> information. Good. So, first conspiracy theory I want to talk about is the Denver International Airport. <laughs> Are you guys familiar Not at with all. the conspiracy? <laughs> no, why, why would we? Okay. <laughs> you have heard nothing about this. No. No. Okay. I oh, thought this like the like only conspiracy is like JFK and like Area 51. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, like, those are all the like yeah. bushed in 9 11. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, wait, wait. Is the, air, is the airport itself <laughs> a conspiracy? Yeah, thing? yeah. The construction of the airport is a conspiracy. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You ready? I'm so ready. I'm going to outline some facts for you all right, and then we can talk about it. So, first thing, <laughs> have you guys ever flown into Denver before? Yes, yes, I have. I have not. You have not? So, have you seen the huge blue demon horse? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. It has, like, blue with red eyes? Yep. So, that was kind of a weird... So, the airport used to be closer to the city, but due to, like, 
the increasing population, it was the airport became too small. So they had to move the city, the airport to Aurora, which is like a little suburb, like around the east side of the city, pretty mm-hmm. open. Moved it out there. And so they were looking for like a big, iconic piece of artwork to go in the middle of the roads, like driving in and out of the airport. And so they commissioned this guy to build, like, I think they kind of gave him some, a lot of creative freedom, but he decided to build a giant blue horse because mm-hmm. the Broncos were the football team. And so yeah. he was like, oh, like, this would be great. Yeah. But rather than do like a cool, like, I don't know, like aesthetic horse. He made this giant blue horse with glaring red eyes. That was like, it looks like a demon, literally. Like yeah. the first thing you see when you come into Denver is a demon horse. So this isn't part of the, this is like kind of part of the conspiracy, more so just like the weird, yeah, there it is. Look at that. Oh, shoot. Blue look Stephen. it up. If it, yeah, literally looks like a demon. A demon. So the guy who built the statue actually died in creating the statue. Do you know that? No. Part of the statue fell on him as he was constructing it, severed an artery in his leg and he died. And then somebody else, oh like gosh. one of his protégés, finished the statue. Isn't that crazy? Not necessarily part of the conspiracy, but just a fun fact yeah, yeah. about the creepy history of the airport. Fun fact. But yeah. on to the real conspiracy. Mm. So basically the whole conspiracy sound surrounds the Illuminati and Freemasons <laughs> constructing the airport. <laughs> great okay, I, I, have two, I have two questions. Just like really quickly. If I know nothing about like the Illuminati other than like it's the Illuminati and then like the Freemasons, same exact thing. Is that important background information? I think isn't the point of the Freemasons and the Illuminati not to know much about the Freemasons? The <laughs> I imagine. I just feel like I've actually, I've never actually gone down a rabbit. I've gone some down some weird rabbit holes. Like you know, like at two a.m. when you're just like yeah. looking up some weird facts. Like the Illuminati is never something I've like really learned anything about. So I don't know. If Basically, I mean, if you've ever seen National Treasure, yeah, talk I mean, about it in there sure. for sure. Freemasons. It's just like a secret society oh, okay. that's kind of pulling the strings behind okay, all of okay. the world. Essentially, it's like the yeah. idea, I guess, or like they have like I don't know if they have like apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Propaganda or something, whatever. But yeah. So when the airport was dedicated back in, I think it was like the early 2000s, late 1990s, Mm -hmm. they built a time capsule and it was dedicated to the people of Denver in like 2078. Okay. Okay. So it was like way in the future. They put a bunch of stuff in there and they're like, all right, open it. You know, basic time capsule. But the weird part about the time capsule is that on the like, there's like a stone engraving on top of it, there's uh, the Illuminati eye. And then two names underneath it, and the two names underneath it are people that, at the end of their lives, self-proclaimed as being grandmasters of the Freemasons. What? So that kind of led into like the weird, like, all right, what the heck's going? Like, why? No, and there's really not any explanation for why yeah. they're there. Like the, I read a couple articles with. I mean, over the years, I read one article just to like summarize it all. But over the years, I've like ch- kind of given in and looked at the articles yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And the creator of the airport even is like. I don't really know. He's like, I don't really know why it's there. It doesn't. I, I've never really seen it before. I've never really thought about it. Wait, but yeah, where's the time capsule? The time capsule is. It's at the airport. It's okay. like right outside the airport. Okay. Yeah, and so, just kind of like, a strange thing, right? So yeah. that's that's it's interesting, but it gets weirder from there. So okay. that's just like this random little thing. But then inside the airport, the actual like construction and architecture of the airport is just like a very strange place. So, there are gargoyles, all throughout the airport. Okay. First I, thing yeah. about gargoyles. Okay. What the heck is this place? <laughs> the murals at the airport. This is the weirdest thing for me because I've seen these and I've thought they're weird before I knew about the conspiracy. Uh-huh. There are murals all over the uh, airport that are. I can show you a picture. I can f- probably find. Yeah, one, I was going to look, look it up. Look it up. They're literally pictures of like there are a bunch of children of all different eth- ethnicities. Oh yeah. And they're being up. like. Oh my gosh. Overlorded by. Pretty, I mean, they look like Nazis. They're wearing gas masks and they've got like big sabers and 
they're like the Nazi looking guys are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're like cutting through like doves and stuff, like Christian signs of peace. And it's, it's oh. pretty wild. Like these are wild. The, artic- the article is titled, what's up with the creepy yep. apocalyptic <laughs> yeah, paintings in Denver International yeah. Airport. And one of the, uh, one of the paintings has to confirm like kind of the Nazi roots of these things. Yeah. One of the paintings in the bottom right hand corner has like a full, like a piece of paper with a letter on it. Mm-hmm. And the letter is like the actual text from a letter that a child who died in Auschwitz wrote and it's been published since then. Oh my gosh. Yeah. These are so they're very like apocalyptic. They're creepy. Also the fact that it's different ethnicities just all like dying. I know. It's like it, it's like the entire, you know, I, it's like meant to symbolize the entire world, I guess. I don't really know what the I, I can't even imagine what the author, or the creator of these murals was thinking like, as he was making them. I don't know what story he was trying to tell. <laughs> To be honest, well, maybe no one. Oh my gosh, maybe. Yeah, I, see, I see the one with the. That's crazy, and there's like a rainbow kind of looking thing at the top left. Like, yeah. what is this? Is Isn't weird. That strange. Maybe the conspiracy is that a human never made those murals. Maybe <laughs> you never know. <laughs> maybe okay, actually, actually, the funny thing about that okay. is that the airport is doing a bunch of construction right now, mm-hmm. and they put big, you know, like those temporary walls up all over the airport. Yeah, they have big advertisements. You know, like at, at different places, they're like, "Pardon our mess, we're improving the airport yeah, for your yeah, stay." Yeah. You know. They totally gave in to the conspiracy and all the the posters saying pardon our mess and all that have like lizard men on them. Like the lizard people are like aliens and they're like, we're working on top secret things right now. Like the airport totally gave in to the conspiracy, there, which is hilarious. But a couple other things about the airport that are strange. Um, there is a, so th- before the airport was supposed to open when they're building it, they were building a super intricate like baggage traversing system underneath the airport, like Mm -hmm. a series of tunnels that Mm -hmm. were going to move baggage throughout the airport. And it never went into operation. The tunnels were all built, but they never went into operation. And there are stories of people who from like right when the airport opened, they, they got off their plane, they got the tarmac and they took the tunnels for some reason into the airport. And several stories have said the tunnels were like beautifully decorated, like golden ornate, sort of like <laughs> architecture and stuff in these tunnels under the airport, which makes no sense because they're supposed to be baggage claim tunnels, right. right? And so the current, I guess like the in summary, the belief about the airport is that it is a bunker of sorts for some kind of like apocalyptic for like a safe haven for government or, you know, well-known officials. Yeah. I'm not really sure. New, but really, it's it's like a new world order establishment that it's when the apocalypse comes and, you know, the murals are kind of like prophecies the, of something oh to come, gosh. right? And so that there's this like bunker underneath the IA that it's going to it's gonna house the new world order and all these people are going to go there for shelter Wait, at the end of it wh- all. So where, wh- where does it come from that, like somebody said, the... the uh, tunnels are like decorated in gold is there's like some like random account just I, there was a couple but you're right i mean they're not super corroborated that they're all decorated and all that but pe- but because they after the first I, I don't know like week or year or something like that probably mm-hmm. first year they stopped using the tunnels entirely so like now you can't i mean they don't even like they're not there anymore for all intents and purposes but right but the strange part i mean it's just strange like why would they be all decorated that's the weird part about it and i mean i think the if murals, that's true the murals and just like the yeah, like the the horse, just like there's the like who thought like oh let's commission this guy who's gonna like like make a bunch of really weird like apocalyptic paintings and then just like that's like yeah let's have that in an airport like they either were absolutely new world order or 
it was somebody who was entirely clueless yeah, about actually. what they were doing. Really, yeah. You know? Like, they had no idea, and yeah. it just happened to work out that it looks like a New World Order base. Yeah. But, like, all of the underground tunnel things are just, like, it's just word of mouth, right? Yeah, th- that's well, what right. I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't find photos or anything like that, yeah. so it does seem strange. Which is why the paintings yeah. still, I mean, they're, they're there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, they're, they're there for all to see. I mean, you can literally walk around and see the, all of them. I mean, there's tons of them throughout the airport, and they're all they're, they're all detailing different scenes and things. So it's pretty Denver, wild. Denver is a post-apocalyptic bunker. Yeah. I see. Yep. And the time capsule thing also. Yep. The Freemasons the free, and the yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I guess that's like the direct connection yeah. to the Freemasons and Illuminati and all that. So, Or maybe that's where they live. Underground. Yeah, that's where I they live. Everyone's in Denver. Have you guys seen, have you guys seen Us? Yeah. The movie? Yes. Yeah, what that's if that's like the, the connection? What if that's the place where they connect? I watched That'd it. Jordan Peele is a, is a Freemason. <laughs> tethered, yeah. I watched it in uh, uh, Nice, France. No, Jordan, Jordan Peele is a, is a Freemason but wants to get out and is trying to secretly tell everybody that this is what's Maybe, happening down dude. there. That's absurd. Dude, that movie was kind of, that movie kind of freaked me out. So I, I hope, I unfortunately, I guess we're going to spoil if anyone hasn't seen it yet, but Remind, so the very end, it's that the person who was like in the world the entire time was somebody who was actually from like one of the tethered. Yeah. And Damn. And she wanted to. And yeah. it's crazy because if you go back and look through the movie, there are so clear signs. signs. There are like indications like she makes like, you know, they all make like animal growling. But, and stuff she, like but that. she can talk. She Yeah. She learned how. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And then the her tethered, who was really the real person, mm. has kind of the raspy voice because she got. She doesn't talk that much, but yeah. then she got like strangled when she was when she was like a little kid, you know. Yeah. And her son at the end—that's oh. the creepy part—is her son knows they're like getting in the car and driving away, and her son has seen enough throughout the movie that he knows that his mom is actually the one from underground. That's crazy. insane. Yeah. I know it's a crazy movie. I don't know what he isn't his thing that these movies he's releasing all say something about the world. Yeah. But, like Get Out was very clear in what yeah. he was trying to I say. I think Us was a little weak though with like telling a political statement. Yeah, it was a little though. too much of like a dramatic horror movie. I think it was yeah, a little I, too out there. I, I, I agree. There were like a lot of moments where I was like, this is like a little bit overdone. Was, like, I don't know. But I thought it was it was good. It was scary. I liked it. It was good. Okay, before you tell your second yeah. conspiracy, do you guys know what the Mandela effect is? No. I don't think so. Okay. What happened to Nelson Mandela? <laughs> like what happened to him? I, no, he I, died. Yeah, I, Unfortunately, it? I have actually no clue. He died, died in jail, right? I think he got out of jail. No, he, yeah, he, he did. He did. No, he got out. I thought. Yeah, definitely. He, wasn't he in for like 30 years? 30 or like, 40, yeah. But I'm pretty I'll, sure I'll he, got, he right eventually now. got liberated or released. And, or, then, and then, I mean, he definitely died. I know that. Wait, let's see. Let's see. Because the Mandela effect states, well, let's look at Mandela first. The Mandela effect states this. It's a, <laughs> it's a sub sub category of memories. Basically, it's something that the whole world believes is true, but is actually not true. Like, somehow, the entire world has believed it, and that's why people think that they're alternate realities. Do you know the Berenstain Bears? That's the best one. Yes, I've, I've heard this now that you mentioned Do you know the Berenstain Bears? Uh, yeah, sure. How do you spell Berenstain Bears? How do you spell the uh, Berenstain? I imagine B-E-R-E-N-S-T-I-E-N. Wait, <laughs> Wait, say, dude, spell the Steen part again. Well, if it's Steen, I mean, te- like, it should be pronounced like, if it's Steen, if everyone says Steen, then it's definitely like S T I E N. Or E I N. You mean E I N? Well, if, yeah. if it's E I N, that's Stein. 
Sorry. Yeah. So let's say Berenstein Bears. You would say E I N. Yeah, of course. And like everyone in the world says it's Berenstein Bears with the E. But in every single thing you look, is it stain? Is that what it is? It's spelled with an A. Whoa. Yeah. But literally everybody knows in their head that Berenstein Bears is spelled E I N. But every single thing you look at, it's spelled. Also, no weird. Chick Fil A used to be a Mandela effect. How do you spell Chick Fil A? I always thought it was C H I C F I L A. It's got a K. It's got a K in it. And I never. Yeah. I always thought it was C. I but there was. But the Mandela effect. I was thinking about today because someone brought me Chick Fil A, and flex. I was thinking. It's a big flex. Big flex. <laughs> <laughs> it was my girlfriend too, dude. Oh, such a huge flex. <laughs> but I was thinking that I was like. How is it spelled? So I looked it up. I literally like put it in my phone because I couldn't remember. And uh-huh. I was like, I swear at one point it was it was just with a with a C mm-hmm. fillet and the whole thing was like the cow saying eat more chicken, right? Yeah, that's yeah, still yeah. a thing, right? Yeah. That's yeah, still yeah. A, yeah, okay. But I thought that too. But maybe they just I mean they could have rebranded. That'd be more believable. Right, but you can't look it up on Google like an old version. Like it was it has always right. been K. That's totally the Mandela so, effect. So that's the crazy. Ma- so the, the origin of the Mandela effect is that most people believe that Nelson Mandela died in jail. But actually, he died at the age of ninety-five with a respiratory tract infection. Yeah, but like a lot of people will be like, "Yeah, no, Nelson like got caught, went to jail, and died in jail." No, he. Yeah, I remember that because my high school had like a Nelson Mandela quote on the ground, and I think when, like during the dedication, they talked about his life a little bit. That's, <laughs> that's the only reason I knew that, or else I probably would have thought the same thing that you're thinking. Oh, I totally or thought that George was. No, thinking. no, but I, I don't know who thinks that though, because like, yeah, he was like the head of state. He literally got out and then became the president. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. But then again, I don't really know much. So it looks like he was he was in prison for like twenty years or something like that. Yeah, like sixty eight or no, sixty sixty four to like eighty eight. Yeah, so twenty four years about, and then got out in eighty eight, and then in ninety four became the first democratically elected president. Uh, Here's something that's kind of Mandela. What what is what's Forrest Gump's most most famous line? In life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah, everyone everyone says life is, but it's. It's life was, but that's also just like a misquote of life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, that's the actual quote. In oh, the movie. oh, I see. Oh, I, see. I, don't, I wonder why they call it the Mandela effect, though. It's because like, because it's started that like the origination. Yeah, every, oh. the whole because idea that, thinks that like that Mandela, Nelson Mandela that. died in jail. Yeah, wow. To immortalize him, I guess it makes you sound I suppose. like he had an interesting life. Yeah. Or like Looney Tunes, like how's Looney Tunes spelled? Is it with is it L O O N E Y? And then I thought, then the tunes, I thought... Oh, T-U-N-E-S. I always thought it was T-O-O-N-S. Yeah, because like cartoons. But I, it's, thought, I thought it was Looney Tunes, it's about, but it's, it's been, music, it's been right? it was Looney Tunes, yeah, the uh, entire time. I that's know. strange. I Those are all believable. Kind of freaks me out a little bit. It does bit. freak me out. I think, I mean, because that obviously, the Berenstein Bears, what I've heard about that is that it's like a it's like a time travel paradox. Like, yeah. Like, it, like somebody time traveled and like that's the only remnant of like, it like was like a paradox, like a little... You know what I mean? Like, there's little after effects. The only after effect of their time travel that we know is like the changing yeah. of the spelling of the Bernstein Bears. Wait, that's crazy. <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking <laughs> about? No, this is a perfect segue. Okay. This is a perfect what segue. Because I assume your final conspiracy is about time tra- What does time, time travel have to do with the Bernstein Bears? Well, you know, like because classic time travel. Cla- oh, class you know, sure. Like when you go <laughs> back the in name time, of a, of a, you watch Endgame, right? That's scientific. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> that's that's proven science. Right there. <laughs> when you go back in time. <laughs> If you change things, they have repercussions, like a ripple effect, yeah, of course. right? So people think that because we all believe the Berenstain Bears is spelled some like a certain way, that somebody time traveled and 
as part of the ripple effect, it changed the way Berenstein Bears is spelled, but it, it didn't change our individual memories of it. It only changed <laughs> like, yeah. the, like the text. Okay. I see. I see now. Does that make sense? Okay. So my other conspiracy theory, um, <laughs> you might have heard of this one, mm. is that the Simpsons creator yes. is a time travel. Matt yes. Groening? Yeah. He for sure is. This the other the DIA one. I'm like, haha, this is funny. I kind of believe it because it's kind of weird. This one like <laughs> is so ridiculous. He, he, like, he, he, he one hundred percent is a time traveler. He's either like a time traveler or, or just like, really lucky. <laughs> oh, I to, well, some okay. So one disclaimer. Oh wait, because Simpsons. because he like predicts so many things. Right. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, movie. So yeah, in the show. Well, a disclaimer for this is that the Simpsons has been on air for what forty years. Yeah. So over time, they've had an episode a week, a day. I have no idea. To the point where, like, he's predicted so many things that it's like odds are at least some of them are going to come true, right? But I don't believe it. There's a the list of things he's predicted is incredibly long. Okay, okay, you saw specific. You saw Greta Thunberg like glaring at Donald Trump, right? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, as Donald Trump walked past. Oh yeah, there's an exact scene in The Simpsons with this woman, with this girl with brown hair. Glaring at Donald Trump. And I'm looking it, it up right now. Okay, oh, okay look up, just look up. Keep, keep Don, going. Look keep up going. Simpsons Greta Thunberg. And you okay. see the picture. I was showing this someone earlier today. <laughs> it freaks um, me out. I'm gonna go through. I just have like a list of things that <laughs> The Simpsons predicted that I just it is impossible to not believe that he's a time traveler <laughs> in my opinion. So, do you guys remember? Um, I think Siegfried and Roy. Do you remember them? They were like this when we were. It was pretty like a little before our time, but they were like this act in Vegas that it was the two of them, and they had two white tigers, and they like had like some kind of like magic show or something like that with their white tigers. Do you remember that? It what was, was it called? What was it called? Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like do. they were the tigers had like bonded with them since yep, birth, yep, but then yep. eventually the tigers like attacked them. Yeah. That's so the coolest Simpsons thing. predicted that. Okay. That's which okay, okay like people doing a show with with white tigers eventually. Yeah, that's whatever. That might be predictable. Another small thing, is small-ish thing, is they predicted the invention of FaceTime. How kind of random. Did you look at Greta Thunberg? I'm, I'm looking at the whole uh, image. The Simpsons? Oh, they predicted so many things. They predicted the faulty voter machines. Do you remember that? Yeah. During the, uh, yeah. was it Obama? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's there's literally... A, yeah, there's a picture looking identical. right... Uh, literally at Trump. Like, Trump is in The Simpsons <laughs> with this little girl <laughs> looking right at him. That's so funny. <laughs> This next one that they predicted is crazy. So there's this thing called the Higgs boson God particle equation. So it's an equation that explains how everything in the universe has mass, basically. Uh-huh. It proves like the origin of mass and how everything in the universe is able to have mass. The God particle equation. The Simpsons, Homer is at a whiteboard or chalkboard. Yeah. And there's an equation on the chalkboard in front of him that is almost exactly the God particle equation 10 years before the God particle equation was discovered. No. Like basically people have said that if you work out the equation he's saying, you get a mass or a a solution that is so incredibly close to the actual God particle, like mass or equation or whatever it is, that it's uncanny basically, which that one's pretty unbelievable in my opinion. I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) I'm just going to rattle these off. Yeah, go for it. They predicted NSA spying on people, like the Patriot Act and all that. Uh-huh. They predicted um, Ebola outbreaking in America. Oh, yeah, I heard about they that. They predicted nine eleven. They predicted nine eleven. <laughs> what? They predicted no, the no, no. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Yes. No, they didn't. Yeah. They predicted the FIFA corruption scandal. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. They predicted three straight Super Bowls. They predicted a Nobel Prize winner. 
in the Super Bowls, they even predicted that the Patriots would come back and beat the Falcons, too. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do some deep research tonight. No, so, but this, this, is, this is ridiculous. I want to cut you off. This is, what, this is what the producers actually said. They go, there's a category I would call plausible predictions, and it's a lot easier than you guys realize to, like, connect the dots and make certain predictions. That's exactly what a time, a time traveler, traveler would say. say. <laughs> For sure. Wait, wait, what is it? What does it say? What's the It's just like, there are plausible... Pre- like, one of the things they said was that predicting the Trump presidency was like a plausible prediction. Uh, I don't know how that is. How. But they also said that, like, honestly, if you guys pay attention to the patterns and designs of the world, like, you'll be able to predict certain things eventually. It'd be easier anyways. to pay attention to him if you knew him because you were a time traveler. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. So... Two more things. Lady yeah. Gaga's halftime show. They predicted that. That she would jump off. Yeah. Yeah. And like go down and it was, yeah, pretty similar. Uh-huh. Uh, they predicted um, Disney buying Fox, which Disney's going to own everything before long. So that's not that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They predicted, this one's cool. Do you guys remember in the Winter Olympics in uh, Pyeongchang, uh, the USA upset, like had this amazing run in curling and they won gold medal over Sweden? I think I, I kind of, yeah. Yeah. They predicted that. <laughs> which like never it was like a huge upset yeah. like it was incredible that it happened and so they predicted that which is awesome um and then they predicted the final episode of game of thrones wait i did not know that they one. predicted like the you know at the end the dragon burns everything they predicted yeah. that which i mean like anybody can i mean yeah, I, I, I guess yeah, that one's kind of whatever but time traveler isn't that crazy that's absolutely wild i know that one i dude i could do conspiracy theories all day oh like, i could i, eat I could do up. them constantly I All right. Never stop. Okay, I'm looking at the Patriots, Falcons. Huh. It's just, I guess, also like the 9 11 one, it's just like hard. I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch just because, like, you know, like the, the, obviously people can't see this, but like it literally just has like a, it's like a big poster and like Bart Simpson is like paying money for a big sign that says New York and like a big, dollar sign nine and then right to the right of it is the twin, twin tower towers. so it looks like 11 so yeah looks, i mean of course like, it's a stretch. Like, you, you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, that that one's yeah. a big stretch but i have heard it isn't it uh, I, yeah there's just like some things that are just like crazy that like i know the fifa corruption was like pretty nuts like yeah there's like a lot of things but like dude there's just no way like time tra- i mean there's like I mean, time yeah. travel like into like the past <laughs> like i get the conspiracy but like come I on i feel like time travel there's only two options either time travel is real <laughs> or it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I suppose one there's a third option actually. What if time travel doesn't exist because humanity isn't around long enough to get to the point of time travel? So nobody's come back because humanity's dead before we can time travel back. Does that make sense? Yeah, like before absolutely. technology yeah, advances. Absolutely. That makes sense. So that that's kind of a sense. grim thought. Yeah, it is. In that regard. It is. Because yeah, exactly like like it, it it doesn't exist slash will never exist because like Let's say if it does exist, then like it would be obvious, then we would know about it. That's why I always tell people this. I'm like, time travel does not exist, or else we would see a ton of time travelers in our time frame right now. Yeah, but would we though? Because you know, like the whole point of time travel is to be secretive. Like you can't. Yeah, but sooner or later it's gonna be public, and then like everyone's gonna have access to it, and then they're just gonna travel through wherever they want in time. No, but you, I mean, you can't like. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> Wait, time traveling in the past though. I mean, time traveling in the future obviously is like a very plot. I mean, that like works out. Like you can, like you can. V- 100% time travel in the future. We don't like the technology, but like you can 100%. Yes. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, but like the past, like there's no way. Like there's no way. No, but like even like math, math like is there a way? Like I don't know. I like, th- there's no way you can I, travel. I don't know right, back if you've ever looked into this. Seem like I, we I know. know. We're we're, uh, we're esteemed grad students in mathematics. But I mean, think about like all 
time in our conception of it is, is things changing? So it seems unreasonable. Like, you know, the only measure of time we have is that the earth is spinning and we move around the sun and the moon moves around us, right? Like, that's all time is. Yeah. Seems impossible that you could just undo change and get back, right? Yeah. Because that's what time travel would have to be. Right. I mean, but I'm also thinking about if time travel existed, wouldn't somebody go back in time and, like, kill Hitler and then just change the course of our history as we know it? Like, and then cease to exist themselves. Like, like changing yeah. anything would change your yeah, own there's life. No there's no way that time travel back works. Yeah. There's, I mean, like, that makes no sense. It's, there's no way. We say that now. <laughs> Maybe you can't just, like, undo uh, time. But also, like, I, Even that's if it was discovered... I find it very hard to believe that time travel would ever be something that like everybody in society had access to. But also like that's reserved for God, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, yeah, that, I mean, that's a whole nother aspect. Okay. The but then at the same time, Riley, like, n- like think like, yeah, it's impossible to think about, but like, just imagine like how ridiculously far we've come in like 20 years. And now imagine like a thousand years. And now imagine like 40,000 years from now. And imagine like 2 million years from now, if like humans are still around, like if homo sapiens still exists 2 million years from now, like, it would, it would, it would be totally unrecognizable. Like, but it, I will like, still oh, claim, yeah. in all that time, they never figured out how to go back in time. Because I don't that do two million because, years. Who yeah, knows? Because, two million years. Because, I don't even know what planet we're gonna be on. Because that is godlike. Two million years. That's like such an absurd it, amount of time for for human life. I it cannot is absurd, imagine yeah. humans will still exist in two million years. I think I think it's hard to imagine like even like humans existing like a thousand years from now. Oh yeah. Much less, but I mean, a thousand like a humans were around a thousand years ago. Yep. So like that makes it more believable. Yeah, like, sure. Humans are around two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. You know, I mean, two million though is <laughs> a ridiculous number. You know, but like, also like in the span of like Earth's existence, two million is still like nothing. That's like right. Super minuscule. I mean, like, it's been around for billions. Like right? time, yeah. time freaks me out. Honestly, like if you think about it too much, it's like we're not even like a second on like the clock. No, right. you know, we're like. A milli, 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 millisecond of the clock. Isn't it crazy? That freaks me out. All right. I think we're at the end. Sure. Of yeah. Of our time. Yeah. Wow. That was, I like that. that it's better when you have a theme. Are awesome. You can it's, go deep in that. It's better when the guest has stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely going to look into the Simpsons thing because I want to like know the exact examples because like I feel like a lot of them like are just like, like the 9-11 is kind of like silly. Yeah. But some but, of like, them. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like I mean, obviously, like, he's not, like, a time traveler, but, like, you just have to wonder, like, about, I don't know. It's just, like, we could do it. I don't think he's obviously not anything. If we I'm make say that. <laughs> Dude, you're ridiculous. <laughs> if Can we it? make one episode a day for, like, 20 years, chances are we're going to get something right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the things that they predict are just super. The thing that, for me, I mean, Donald Trump being the president, yeah, whatever. But, like, they're so specific in the things they predict. Mm. You know? If they just yeah. predicted... Like Super Bowls, even if you just predict the winners, there's definitely a chance that you're going to succeed in that, right? Yeah. Like there are computer algorithms that have predicted Super Bowl winners the past ten years, mm-hmm. right? So like that that one for me is like whatever. But so much of the stuff is just so specific that it's hard for me to believe that it just came out of plausible prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know though. Maybe they're just very very lucky. True. Maybe that's what they were endowed with. Just luck. Director of Simpsons. I bestow upon you the ability to just put whatever you want in the Simpsons and we'll make it come true. I'd be interested <laughs> to know how the cr- Matt Groening, whatever his name is, the creator of the Simpsons, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to know how he responds to these allegations. Yeah, these if, I allegations. Guess, if I had to guess, I bet you he would just be something like, 
Huh. Interesting. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, yeah, like that's never sort of answer. Like, he would never like shoot it down, but he wouldn't confirm it. He'd just be like, "Interesting theory," and he'd like walk on his way, like push his glasses up to his nose, you and know? everyone would be like, sort of "Oh thing. my gosh, everyone it's be true." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. All right, well, All right. Thank, thank you, you so for, much, yeah. Riley. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It was awesome. Anytime. Well, not anytime. <laughs> but any Merry last Christmas. words? Any Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy All Saints Day. That's right. Oh, wait. That's a fan. Happy Holidays. <laughs> We're happy in that happy season. Saints holiday. Happy, happy Saints Day, Holiday, Christmas Day. But I also don't want to wish happiness upon you if that's not what you want. So just <laughs> take what you want Saints and leave. Day. <laughs> happy Be Sad if you would like to be sad day. Uh, happy. Oh, sorry. No, you can't even say happy. Oh Wait, no. Uh, day. Good day. Uh, no. Damn it. <laughs> what about be merry? No. What if you don't no. want to be merry? Ha. You know what? Be. I'm not even gonna say anything. Be day. Be day. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. Uh, Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>